What's up? It is Tracy Jackson, also known as the Spiritual Cheerleader, coming to you live with your weekly pep. Hello, and welcome to episode four of Weekly Pep. This week, we will be talking about how to stop hating your coworkers, um, how to stop feeling like, oh my God, this person gets on my nerves and I just can't deal with this today. Um, for me, over the the course of my entire work career, I felt like I've been competing in some way with some of my coworkers, which has led to turmoil or feeling like, oh, I just can't stand this person. Um, there's also that dynamic of the person that's just being, for lack of a better word, an ass <laughs> who just gets under your skin and you just feel like you can't deal with them. You just can't deal with them. And um, over the course of, I guess, my last year working full time, I was able to alleviate these feelings of number one competitiveness and um, these feelings of dread in going into work because I stopped dreading the people I was working with. Obviously, in episode one, um, I spoke to the idea of sending love to coworkers, and I absolutely believe in that, and I believe that it helps so much. But um, I feel like a lot of our our feelings toward our coworkers that we don't like, a lot of it is judgment. We see ourselves, we try to separate ourselves from those people. And in so doing, we end up um, almost becoming <laughs> the judge, jury, and executioner for these people um, because we feel like we're on our high horse. They're the ones that are in the wrong and therefore, um, you know, they need to get their stuff together. Uh, before we can move forward um, with a a wonderful relationship. When in actuality, um, I'm a, a huge believer now in the fact that peace begins with me. Um, so if I want to live in judgment, I am going to have those crazy fears and um, have those crazy feelings of thinking that a particular person or a particular um, situation is out to get me and therefore I need to be nasty because they're being nasty. Um, but if I switch my thinking and recognize that peace begins with me, I can change how I interact with those people. Um, whereas things that they did in the past might have gotten under my skin, by switching my focus, I am able to um, to to see see them differently, um, to see myself differently, and not react to what they're bringing forth. So I'd like to share with you a couple of steps that have helped me um, in doing this. And Many of these steps have come from my uh, spiritual guru, teacher of choice, um, Gabby Bernstein. Um, Gabby, I first found uh, back 
in 2016 when she wrote her book, The Universe Has Your Back. And this was the first time that I heard of the concept of oneness. The fact that basically there's only one of us here, that there, that we are all one. Um, you know, the, the, sign that's on the back of our our money, uh, the e pluribus unum, uh, that whole idea in many one. Uh, obviously, our country has been founded on this, this fact of us being one, uh, yet we have not maintained that oneness. We see ourselves as separate beings. We see ourselves as um, better than others or sometimes less than others. And that in in essence contributes to our judgment of, uh, of one another because we feel like this person thinks they're better than us or we feel like we're better than them. Um, so really recognizing first and foremost, that we are one. Now, I know for many people, they're going to be like, are you kidding me? How can we all be one? There's literally millions of us, billions of us on this earth. How can we all be one? Like that makes no sense. Um, And the thing is, we're one in the sense that we truly are one. We are we have individual personalities. We have unique identities, obviously. But the same breath of life that <laughs> is in us all, um, we were all created and, and brought to this earth for a reason, for a purpose. And I recognize and realize that m- some of you may not be um, spiritual or um, connected to a higher source of power, but I am a huge advocate and believer that we we all have a higher source. We all have something that permeates and connects us on this earth. We all have um, these, these similar currents that run through um, so many of our lives. And all of us have, <laughs> have a birth story. We're all, we've all been birthed um, from a woman, you know, and come on, onto this, this planet, um, for a purpose that makes us one that makes us, um, unified in, in our purpose. Yes. We have differing opinions. Yes. We are unique. We have, uh, you know, separate identities and, and personalities that are different, but when it comes down to the core of our being, the thing that that gave us the breath of life that allowed us to be on this planet, that is the same. That is the same in us all. And when we can recognize that we are um, the same, that just like you, I am human, we can see each other from that viewpoint. We can see each other from those eyes. Um, and when we recognize that we are we are one, it helps us to see with more compassion. Um, that's why you hear people talk a lot of times about, especially in the the current context of um, of people being separate, because we've definitely done a good job of dividing um, each other um, on politics, on race on various identity issues. And I'm not, you know, um, disparaging uh, any any particular movements or anything like that. 
Um, I definitely feel like there is a purpose in so many of them um, in, in, you know, helping people to understand that we are not being treated as one um, in some of the, the instances. But overwhelmingly, um, we have divided ourselves so, so um, clearly from one another that a lot of times we don't see one another as human beings. And when we don't see one another as human beings, again, the judgment comes in. So um, these are a couple of tips that have helped me, like I said, with judgment. Number one is recognizing we are one. And I wanted to give you that context on oneness because I know it can be a little trippy. Uh, Secondly, really witness when you are being a judge, like witness when you are judging other people and don't don't assign judgment to your witnessing, but just recognize it. Recognize that you are judging somebody else. Um, recognize that you're seeing them as separate. Recognize that you're seeing them as different from you in some way, shape or other. These are people that you see every day at work. You know, um, you know, I remember, you know, being at my job and saying, wow, like this person, you know, basically we're the same on paper, but, you know, this person gets all of the work. This person um, doesn't have to, you know, walk around (laughs) to get to get work from uh, superiors. They just get it in their lap. Um, And who does she think she is like and, you know, how does she get to make demands? But I I can't make those same demands like that's not fair, you know, and I put myself in in a victim role. I really put myself in a victim role um, when addressing this and listening to this. And I was judging. I was judging her for really the actions of others. But I was judging this person. Um, so I, when I started recognizing where I was judging, I was able to change that judgment. So I, I started witnessing when judgment came up for me, when I was judging people, when I was seeing them not in a great light. And I didn't judge myself for doing that. I didn't say, dang it, Tracy, you shouldn't be judging. No, I witnessed my judgment without judgment. That's the first step. That's what um, Gabby uh, says in her book is the first step is to witness your judgment without judgment. Obviously, I have added a a first step on that, which is recognizing we're one. But witness your judgment without judgment. When it comes up, just note it. Just note it like, wow, like I'm being a judge, right? Because awareness is like the first step. It's really the key in making a change in your life. When you are aware that you are judging, you can change when that judgment comes up. You can stop it from going down that road of, you know, all of these wrong things that this person did and stop at the fact that, whoa, I'm judging this person. So first step after recognizing we're one is witness your judgment without judgment. The second step, and this kind of piggybacks onto um, witnessing your judgment without judgment, is forgiving yourself for for judging, 
you know, um, so often we we stew in it. And I, I mean, obviously you're witnessing without judgment, but a lot of times you have to forgive yourself for judging that person to not feel that guilt behind it, to not feel that that struggle behind it. And so you literally say, you know, I chose this thought. I'm willing to choose again. I, I choose again. That's it. Like, I, you know, I, I forgive myself for the thought. I'm willing to choose again. I choose again. And you choose a better, better feeling thought. Now, you might ask, what is a better feeling thought in that situation? Okay, so maybe this person would not want to be getting all of this work. Maybe she wishes they would come to you. And maybe she's looking at you with eyes of judgment thinking, God, why won't she step up and ask these people for work, right? And in actuality, it's probably not her. It's probably not you. It's probably, you know, the powers that be that feel like, okay, they want to ask this person versus this person. And yes, there's a lot of other stuff that goes into that (laughs) that could be racially motivated or gender specific or whatever. But taking all of that out of account, really recognizing and realizing that the object of your judgment may not be, it may not be warranted. The judgment is is probably not warranted. I mean, even if it is warranted, it's not helping you to have that judgment towards them because in actuality, by judging another, you all you're doing is really judging yourself, right? And so let go of the judgment, release the judgment, right? Witness your judgment without judgment, Forgive yourself for the thought. Think a better thought, right? And that's the better thought, like I just said. The better thought is, wow, maybe this has nothing to do with her. (laughs) You know, maybe, you know, this, maybe the story I've made up in my head is not the right story. Maybe I should see this from a positive viewpoint. Next up is to really see the person for the first time. See them from that idea of oneness. See them with compassion. See them with the eyes of your higher power, whatever that is. You know, um, you know, for me, when I was able to see people with compassion and recognize, wow, this person is lashing out right now because they this is the only way they feel like they're in control. They're not in control, but this is the only way they feel like they're in control. And I can either play into it or I can take myself out of it and remain in peace. So like in past situations, I've had bosses that like will just start yelling while I'm in there. And the yelling isn't directed towards me, it's directed towards somebody else. And they've like literally said it. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to yell at you. But the reason that they're yelling is because most people would have fought back on it. I didn't fight back because I was just like, you're not talking to me. (laughs) You're you're not talking to me. Like, I'm at peace with this situation. You know, and at first I did. I used to get really defensive and used to like really like just be like, okay, like you can stop being a butt right now, you know, but I recognize I'm fighting fire with fire. When I actually like 
sat there and calmly explained what was going on, calmly explained like the focus, I would literally inevitably get a apology, an apology. And um, it was because I didn't fight back with fire. I was like, okay, so here's exactly what happened. Here's why this went the way it went. And there you go. And like they they had nothing to do but apologize. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't recognize that's what happened. I'm just so and usually the the reason why the outburst happened comes out. I'm just so stressed about X, Y, and Z, or you know, I'm just really upset about what happened at home today, or <laughs> I'm just really, you know, not even here right now. Like I'm thinking about something else. And that's really what's going on for so many people. Even those people that we're competing with, are we feel like they just have it out for us. A lot of those people, if we see them for the first time, we recognize that they are doing those things out of fear. They're doing it because they don't know any other way to be. They don't know how to um not try to strive and look better than other people because for whatever reason in themselves, they feel insecure. They feel like they have to go over and above to um, to make themselves stand out in some way. And it has nothing to do with you necessarily. It's just how they were raised. Now, as far as like cutting people down or trying to throw people under the bus, again, that's a fear tactic. You know, I I throw somebody else under the bus because I feel like I'm going down. And if I'm going down, I'm taking everyone with me. You know, it's a fear tactic. They're living in fear. And so if I can see them with compassion rather than seeing them with judgment and saying, oh, they're a horrible person. They're this, um, you know, they, they shouldn't have done that to me. Um, if I can see them with the eyes of compassion and say, wow, like they are really scared right now. They're really scared. If they had to throw me under the bus, they must be really scared right now. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to send them some love. I'm going to send them some love or I'm going to go talk to them about it and say, Hey, you know, I recognize that you did this and you know, I, I'm sorry that you felt that you needed to do that but you didn't need to do that. If you had a problem with how I handled this, I really wish you would have brought it to me uh, versus, you know, trying to throw me under the bus. You know, most times they're going to back up. They're not going to do it again. I I guarantee you if you go, go up to them. But really seeing them with the eyes of compassion is something that that helps you um, to understand it. And especially in the context of competing, like, you know, having colleagues that you're on the same level with, when you can recognize that they are you in some way, the ones that you really get under your, the ones that really get under your skin, the ones that really egg you are the ones that are you. (laughs) I mean, literally, I remember when, um, I had a, a new attorney start um, under me and this particular attorney was just like, like going for it, like, you know, trying to uh, assert themselves and like, you know, being really kind of over the top arrogant with some of the things that they were saying um, and doing. And I was just like, what is this? You know, and like, I felt it was my job to 
to humble them, to put them in their place, right? I was judging their actions. And when I recognized that this person was me, I was able to back off a little bit. I was really able to see them, again, with the eyes of compassion, recognizing they just want to put their best foot forward. And right now, like, they don't know how to do that in the appropriate manner. And how did I come in? Did I come in some somewhere similar to that? Yeah, I actually probably did. I don't think I stepped on anyone's toes in that way. Um, I don't think I asserted myself in that way. But hey, I don't know how other people perceived me when I first came in. So maybe they thought I was being that way too. And I was able to see that person and step back a little bit. So really see that person from the first time for the first time with compassion as well. And you know, the the other um, aspect of that in seeing them for the first time, one of the things that really, really helped me to seal the deal, especially when it came to, um, you know, competing interest or people that were colleagues that I just was like, ugh, was, <laughs> was a meditation for oneness that I learned from Gabby Bernstein in her book, The Universe Has Your Back. Um, she actually shared uh, a med- this meditation with us, and it uh, the song that um, she recommended that we listen to when doing this meditation was called "I Am Thine," and it was sung by Jai Jadish. And I will put that information in the resources so that you can listen to that that meditation. Um, But that meditation is so calming and so soothing. And as I listened to it, I would imagine the person that I was competing with or imagine the person that I felt judgment um, about and recognize they were me and really start singing that song from the viewpoint that I am thine. I am you. I am you. You are me. You know, um, and that really that really solved so much of my problem um, with dealing with people such that I could go to work and not be in the mindset of I have to humble somebody or I have to make them pay for this or I have to have it out for them or, you know, we're competing, we're fighting. I like just took myself all out of the situation. I took it, took myself out of the equation and said, you know what, my focus is to do work that is great and do it for myself, you know, um, do it as unto the Lord. Cause that's, that's my higher power. Um, but I really took that focus off of worrying about what other people thought or did at my job, because that's really, that's not really my, my goal, my focus. Um, especially, you know, in the case where I really wasn't supervising that person on their work product, it really wasn't my job to, to police that, especially if my boss wasn't really policing it. Right. So, um, I didn't need to take it upon myself to be the bad cop. (laughs) If I didn't, if, if the person that was above me didn't feel the need to be the bad cop, I just worried about what I was doing and focused on me and really focused on, trying to relate to other people from that aspect of oneness to really witness my judgment when it came up without judgment to forgive my judgmental thoughts 
and forgive myself for having them. And then to see the person for the first time, see them with compassion um, and meditate, meditate to in order to do that. So I hope that this has helped you this week. I hope that, um, you know, you're able to not no longer, you know, have those negative feelings towards your coworkers or certain coworkers that you have, um, such that you can have a more pleasant work environment while you are still there and while you're looking to transition. Um, because there, it doesn't serve anyone to burn those bridges. You never know where you're going to meet these people again. All right. So I hope that that helps you guys be looking in the resources for this week. It's um, at www.tracysjackson.com forward slash resources. Um, but look for those resources. There'll be uh, information on both books by Gabby Bernstein. Not only The Universe Has Your Back, where she introduced this um, idea of um, being free of judgment or not necessarily being free of judgment, but <laughs> but managing your judgment because we're never free of it. Um, and also uh, Judgment Detox, where she really dives deep into um, judgment and how to manage it um, from a better standpoint. Uh, I will also include the meditation for oneness, as I mentioned, um, and try to give you some tools and resources so that you have the, the hand movements, the mudras for that meditation so that you're able to practice that um, if you need to. All right. Hope you have a wonderful week this week, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much.